Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And here we are once again in the Max Radio studios. Well, one of the studios in any case for what's going to be a bit of a special, a bit of a Blue Note banger special. Some classic ones from the Blue Note label still going strong, of course, and still representing some of the best in modern and contemporary jazz on Jumping In with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, welcome along to this week's show where we take a primary interest in the colour blue. More specifically, as H said, Blue Note Records, established back in 1939 by Alfred Lyon and Manx Margulis, starting off with Trad and Boogie. The label soon moved to modern jazz by the late 40s and thankfully is still putting a swing in its steps some 83 years later on, although it's now in the ownership of the Universal Music Group. It's not difficult finding music to fill a show like this, but rather, who to miss out? So, H, what's been your pick of the Blue Notes and what has left you red in the face by their omission? Ah, yeah, too much too much music, not enough time. You could have gone on full 100 programmes, I would imagine. Anyway, we're going to have a bit of a clubhouse with Dexter, we'll uh, have a bit of a samba with Ike, uh, a bit of a chat of the state of the tenor with Joe and whatever else we can get in. And for me, well, we look at light in a certain way, we don't take it to heart, we travel a different route to start the show with our hearts on our sleeves, we've got love for sale. Thank you. 
never, something never else, fails to entertain that. No, you cannot be uh, failed to be moved by that, can you? Something else, the classic Cannon Mulally album from 1958. One of the few great albums to feature Miles Davis, unusually as a sideman, and Love for Sale, a tune that would stay in the Davis repertoire for years to come, along with another one off the album, Autumn Leaves. Miles was recorded as saying that his inspiration at the time for this came from the pianist Ahmad Jamal, and there's no doubt that the preceding both milestones recorded late that year and Kind of Blue in 59, that this too has to be regarded as a classic. With Davis on trumpet, Hank Jones on the piano, Sam Jones on bass, no relation, and the unmistakable drumming of Art Blakey with band leader Cannibal Adley on alto. Absolute classic stuff, like I said. I never, ever tire of uh, hearing that album. Do yourself a treat if you ever see that for a few quid or download it, whatever you want to do. Better still, buy it on vinyl or buy the CD. Wonderful stuff. Um, Joe Henderson, another favourite for many a year. We were... Uh, pl- we were delighted to see him on several occasions, I think, in various group settings. Wonderful player. Never got to interview him. It was a great shame. He looked like a really nice guy. Fantastic player. And in the 80s, he went into the iconic Village Vanguard Club in New York to record two albums of music, which he uh, quietly modestly called The State of the Tenor, Volumes 1 and 2. It wasn't far off it, though. Ron Carter on bass, Al Foster on drums. In the footsteps, of course, of the great Sonny Rollins, who'd gone in there some 30-odd years earlier in the late 1950s with Wilbur Ware and Elvin Jones and also Donald Bailey and Pete LaRocca on drums. Wonderful stuff in any case. I got this on vinyl originally. Here's Boo Boo's Birthday. Thank <laughs> you. 
Great stuff recorded live, as you can hear, in the Village Vanguard, which, if you've never been there, is iconic on the one hand and small and pokey on the other, and basic basic probably is giving a bit of a extra praise there. Tiny stage, wooden stairs. The last time I was there, the loo wasn't working. <laughs> it's uh, proper, Standing room only at the back. Exactly. Proper jazz club. With um, yeah, You just go there for the music. If you're not interested in the music, you're not going to go there because there's nothing else to go there for. But my word, there's been some fantastic sounds there and some wonderful albums recorded there as well, including that one, The State of the Tenor. I wouldn't have minded being in the audience for that back in the 1980s. Ron Carter, bass and Al Foster, who, of course, went on to play, or played in latter years, with Miles Davis as well, of course, and a Thelonious Monk track, Boo Boo's Birthday. And your bonus point, who was Boo Boo? It was Thelonious's daughter. Ah, yes, 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 of course. I mean, jumping forward a few years now to 1999, and Prism, who I always think of as a very modern trio, but let's be honest, that's nearly 25. It's the best part of a quarter of a century ago, isn't it? 23 years ago. Benjamin Henock, bassist Christophe Wallelm, and pianist Pierre de Bettman from their second album, Second Rhythm, which was the first of three Blue Note titles. Here's Secret World.
Hello, this is Joe Lovano, and you're listening to Manx Radio with H and Chris jumping in.
terrific stuff. Ben Tucker's Devilette, given a great workout there by Dexter Gordon on the Blue Note album Clubhouse, which uh, I first did in a compilation years ago. It's one of those ones where I sort of took some time before uh, bumping into the actual record somewhere. I can't remember where now. Not recognising it at first. Think, yeah, yes, that's the one. Um, <laughs> wonderful lineup. Freddie Hubbard on trumpet, Dexter himself on tenor, Barry Harris, a piano, then Tucker. Uh, as well on some of the other tracks and Bob Cranshaw on that bass and the ubiquitous Billy Higgins hmm. uh, who played on so many, Lord knows how many Blue Note sessions at the drums. Wonderful sound. Before that... And before that we heard Secret World from Prism's secret Second Rhythm. I would have uh, brought you the live version of the track which I think is even better but it's also twice as long. Uh, with just five releases and three of them on Blue Note, Prism with a Y are well worth digging out. And incidentally it does make you think some of these tracks, a lot of the tracks we had to bypass because they were so long because Blue Note despite what you might think of the style of the music across the entire label catalogue played uh, for a lot of jukebox work in coffee shops and corner shops where people used to go and have a bop and hang out those crazy cats. Now next on my list is a great pianist taken from us all too soon. Don Grolnick, known perhaps by many for his fusion keyboard work with Steps Ahead, his Blue Note releases were rather more straight ahead, although he kept two of the Steps bandmates for a couple of fantastic releases for Blue Note in the 90s before passing away in 1996. From the 1990 release, Weaver of Dreams, here's Nothing Personal. Thank you. 
and away it fades into distance. Nothing personal from Don Grolnick's fantastic Weaver of Dreams album, followed in 92 by Nighttown and then released as a twofer. Don Grolnick, the complete Blue Note recordings, all now sadly out of print, but you may be lucky enough to find a second-hand copy or perhaps on a streaming platform. And of course, there's plenty of other recorded legacy of Don, not least with John Schofield or Bob Mincer or indeed Steely Dan. And speaking of Bob Mincer, the lineup. Bob Mincer on bass clarinet, wonderful resonant sound to that. Barry Rogers on trombone, the unmistakable combination of the Brecker Brothers, Mike and Randy on sax and trumpet, respectively. Dave Holland on the bass and Peter Erskine on the drums. And of course, Don Grolnick at the piano. A happy lineup, isn't it? Very nice indeed. You're listening to Jumping In on Manx Radio with Chris and myself, H. Best in modern contemporary jazz, and it's a bit of a Blue Note special this evening. Why not? There's so much music there, as we were saying at the beginning, of all sorts. I mean, really right up to sort of modern. They're still going, of course, modern contemporary. If you look in the lists this year, some of the top 10, top 20 critics' choices. A couple of blue noters there, as there usually is. And going right the way back, perhaps best known for all the big bebop names, the likes of your Sonny Rollins and your Aunt Blakey's and such like, but also, of course, much more experimental music back in the day, Cecil Taylor or this man, Ornette Coleman.
Hi there, this is Binker Golding. You're listening to Manx Radio. This is the Jumping In Show with Chris and H. Stuff. Ike Quebec ending a little sort of twofer there. Soul Samba. One of those tracks I heard on a compilation on cassette back in the day. A cassette, Grandad. Mm. Yes, uh, they're back in fashion, I believe, in certain quarters. Uh, so I'll keep my cassette a little bit longer. But yes, I had it on a collection for a long time. It took ages, long before the internet, of course, to find out what album it was on and then bumped into it to a bargain bin one time. Bossa Nova Soul Samba. Ike Quebec, the wonderful tenor sax player with that mournful sound which uh, suited tracks, some of the slow tracks in particular so well. Never imagined him doing a really super up-tempo number. Ike on the tenor, Kenny Burrell guitar, Wendell Marshall bass, the wonderfully named Willie Bobo at the drums, and Garvin Masseur on the shakere. Yeah, you know the one in any case. And before that, 
Yes, the Enfant Terrible, although his music was wonderful, and particularly in latter years, I think uh, it became so accessible, some of the stuff. At the Golden Circle, cracking album, volume one, the Ornette Coleman Trio. Ornette on his plastic alto, David Azizan on bass, died far too young, and uh, Charles Moffat at the drums way back in 1965. Well, that's uh, round about it. I mean, we've only just scratched the surface of the marvellous catalogue of Blue Note that you can dig into, and we've perhaps taken a bit of effort to avoid the ones that we've played so often on the show before, but special or not, the clock is against us as usual. But there's just time to leave you with another prolific artist with more than 600 sessions to his name, covering virtually every label you can think of, but of course, including Blue Note. Italian trumpeter and composer Paolo Frizu and his Devil Quartet, being Bobo Ferrer on guitar, Paulino Dallaporta on bass, Stefano Bagnolo on the drums and on trumpet, Paolo Frezzo. From the Devil Quartet plays Stanley Music, we'll leave you with Another Road to Timbuktu. Terrific. Two Bobos for the price of one. I think I might change my name to Bobo. Bye for Bobo. I mean bye for now.